get it out there so I didn't have to like just sit here and punch the monkey for like 45 minutes. And confuse the fuck out of me. Yeah, because I mean, I have a habit of doing that, especially when it starts to get cold. Mm-hmm. I take two sips of anything, like, man, I gotta fucking pee. And for the first like 20 minutes, I'm like, what is going on over there? Because, you know, I'm not, I'm here, but I'm not here usually. Yeah, we're not staring at each other's junk. <laughs> but I'm like, what is he, gra- what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> is- you know exactly what I'm doing. You You have one of those. Pinching off the hose, man. Don't need it squirting all over these nice couches that we have out here. Are we having an after dark situation? No, it, it's just pee. Okay. I mean, I'm, it could be. It depends on what your price range is. Water sports <laughs> cost extra because then I just have a tarp covered in pee that I have to take care of because I'm not going to make the consumer take care of that. That's not their responsibility. I'm you know, providing a service here. You could do it exterior with lighting. I could. Yeah. It'd be very nice. Wow. Elegant. <laughs> It'll save money on cleanup. Uh, what is it? Fuck, I always forget. Where uh, you uh, have somebody pump wine into your bladder, and then you just pee wine out? Is it called the fountain? I don't I, know. I don't know. Is that is that a thing that you could realistically do, though? I don't. But I, have, like, a reverse catheter? I could imagine perhaps it is feasible. <laughs> now, I mean, could you survive it? I think all that alcohol would just soak in through all of the membranes possible right yeah what but traditionally it goes through your upper part of your digestive system and is still removed by all your (laughs) lowers right yes so you are effectively not making it as much unless you rupture a blood vessel and it goes directly into your bloodstream which is likely if you're jamming fucking wine up your urethra i mean like a fucking animal (laughs) hey now Hey, it, it, calm, calm it down with the name, Colin. I'll, I'll do now, it. Ha, had you cleansed your colon and then they popped it up to poop shoot, <laughs> it could be a reverse found. Probably be a more survivable. Uh, that actually, now that we've gotten on the topic of boofing, because I've decided that we have, of all the drugs that I've ever done, I never shoved any up my ass. And I think I'm too old to do it now when it was a real missed opportunity. Yep. <laughs> yeah, thank you for your vivid response. For all oh, the, yep. <laughs> for all the good it did me, could have shoved it right up my ass. Yeah. Anytime you see me just staring longingly out a window now, you're just going to know, like, man, the time has passed. I can no longer j- cram drugs in my butt. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I got clean, the only thing I was pissed about is wine coolers came out. And I'm like, I'll never have a goddamn wine cooler. I, I never got to have a Zima. <laughs> never has a Bartles and James passed these lips. Man, to be fair, though, I have never had a Zima. Have you? Yes. What What is a Zima? It's just, it's kind of like a White Claw, basically. Oh, okay. It's a pre-White Claw. It was, you know, it just, it was different. So, sounds like some real cracker-ass shit. <laughs> It was, it was. I, I discovered them on the north side at them clubs over there. Because who was it that did the commercials? Wasn't it Richard Lewis? Oh my God, it did probably the, was. Did, did the Zima commercials? <laughs> it probably aired on Becker. Oh, probably. <laughs> More than likely. No, because I think Becker was too late for Zima. Uh, okay, well I'm just thinking that was I the mean, way to show. Cheers, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who, who gives a shit? <laughs> Anything with Ted Danson. <laughs> hey, hey now. <laughs> Again, 
don't don't you uh, speak ill of Ted Danson. I and shall speaking not. of cracker ass motherfuckers, <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to Horror Vomit. We talk about horror movies so you don't have to. My name is Chris Faff and I am one of your hosts. And I am James Moreno and I am the other one of your hosts. And I'm terribly sorry for dissing the dancing, okay? Yeah, <laughs> My no, apologies. you should be and your apology is not accepted, by the way. Fair enough. Shitbag. Oh, and also, welcome to our extra spooky Halloween <laughs> special. Ooh. Thank you. So, there were g- 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 ghosts. G- g- ghosts. <laughs> but for our Halloween special, we decided that we should probably talk about 2015's Hell House LLC. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by Stephen Cognetti. Starring, and this is going to be a very abbreviated cast list because there's a lot of people just in this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Starring Gore Abrams as Paul, Danny Bellini as Alex, and Ryan Jennifer Jones as Sarah. Mm -hmm. Now, James, in an unprecedented turn of events, Mm -hmm. would you mind if I went first? Absolutely. But I I have a question for you that's not the usual one. What's your all-time favorite film? Fuck me running. Um, God, it's like, which one is my favorite kid? God damn it. Um, so for the sake of argument, we're going to say dodgeball. Cause I, I know that's I, probably your favorite. The fucking thing is, I was going to say just by sheer amount of times I've watched it, it's either a bridge over river choir dodgeball. So it's, it's funny that I say that you said that. No, but the funny thing is it was not wrong. You know, it, it would have, I would have been, I would argue with you a tiny bit had you been wrong, but fuck you for being right. So, it's funny that you say that. So, my favorite film of all time, as anybody may know, is Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. So, it begs the question, why are we talking about this? What is one thing that, like, Blazing Saddles and your old Zemeckis's and even all the way down to Dodgeball, and if you really wanted to count it, some of your Judd Apatow films, what do those all have in common? Funny as fuck. Yes, and Why? Because they go for the joke. Exactly. It is rapid fire. You mm-hmm. get a little bit of setup so you know what's happening. And then joke, 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 joke. A yeah. little bit of setup to build jokes upon. Then joke, 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 joke. But in addition, and all of they have one thing in common. It is all of that, but there is a linear story. There are sub-stories. Joke, 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 joke. And all the jokes have, you know, sub-stories that meet back in the end. So it's like tiered jokes that have a point. So why are we talking about this? Because I think that's part of why I really, really love Hell House LLC is because it is structured exactly like that. Mm -hmm. Little bit of setup, scare, 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 scare. Little bit more story just to bring you along. Scare, 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 scare. Mm -hmm. It follows that exact same structure as old comedies, but with spookies. Yeah. And, um, you know, just I was going to tell you the reason I like this movie is because even without the found footage a- or found footage aspect, if it had just been like would take like one of the steps out and they were a camera crew, but they were stationary cameras and, you know, they were filming what they were doing as the ruse of the movie. And that's it without the jump scares and the shaky cam and, the you know, the glitchy cam and stuff. It would have been, I would have enjoyed it just as much because there was enough there. There was enough there to keep you occupied. Even if shit pissed you off, 
there was stuff happening coming at you so fast and you're putting the story together as it's happening and then you're d- zipping back I, I my initial like when i finally finished the movie and i was like that was just the same i got to see the same scenes four times that was fucking cheating you know that was pat no i'm like no because everyone was different and you had to decide which audience you were because you we think of who is viewing the the initial one right and then this one's filmed. Who's who are we? Which is the audience? Is it us or is it the people who are discovering this? Because now there's another people. When they find the last one, who is that audience? You know, and it's occupying my brain while I'm pulling the story and, and more story and more story. And they're keeping just enough away from you. Going, did they make another one of these? There are three of them and an origin story in the works. Okay, because we'll talk about that in a little cause bit. Because it, it felt like a sequel setup. Because we'll, they left just enough out. We'll, talk, we'll, we'll get to that in a little okay. bit. Okay. But, yes, so long story short, I'm, I'm going to gush over this movie. Okay. I, this isn't within my top three found footage horror films of all time. And you know what a sucker I am for found footage shit. Mm-hmm. Because I honestly, I do still think that Wreck is I was probably... Gonna say, I was going to say that's a Spanish one. Yeah, that's, that's my all-time favorite. And then, as old as it is even, The Blair Witch Project oh, is a, yeah. an amazing film. And I would put this probably firmly at number three. I absolutely love this movie. And one of the things that I love about it is that there is n- no like kind of story, really. Mm-mm. And they tell you that immediately. Immediately. One of the first lines of dialogue is, so what do you think happened at Hell House? I couldn't tell you. And that is a key indicator of just, you know what? We're not going to get bogged down in our own lore to the point of where it gets ridiculous, which mm-hmm. again, where we'll talk about the sequels. We're going to give you just enough and sit back and enjoy this literal haunted house we built for you. Well, Have fun. And the way, the way it moved, it was kind of saw to me, like the original Saw, where you, you could smell like 20 different things as a sequel. I, it smelled like that all the way through the movie for me. I didn't know there were were sequels, but I'm like, are they? Is did they? I wonder if they wrote this uh, along with three other things or four, you know. And that's where uh, the sequels really run into trouble for me. Is they get into the lore and they get into why all of this happened, and when you start getting bogged down in that, it, it becomes too plot driven less because this is just a good straight up scary movie this is this is the first movie movie we've seen in a long time we've seen a lot of cinema or films yes and it's been a while since we've seen a movie Uh uh-huh you know it's like it's been a while since we had a good old priest or you know uh yeah it's a non-stop scare fest yeah and it rules because my initial like because i'm watching it critically you know if i was just watching this as a you know, late night, <laughs> spooky, spooky, uh, fucking a, just I enjoyed it. But I was watching it with that critical eye, and I'm like, ooh, what's that? No, it didn't pass this test. It didn't pass this test. What's this? What's this? How come they never explained this? I saw that coming. You know, and I was doing that in my brain, and it took me a while to get to that I liked it instead of doing it on air like I usually do. Right. I had enough time between the time I've watched it to the time I get here to form actual opinions about it, but I had to get past, you know, my, you know how you get nitpicky and mm, mm-hmm. trying to follow stuff. But, you know, once I got past it, I was like, you know what? 
long story short, I just enjoyed watching this movie. Um, I watched like 20 minutes and then I rewatched it because I was like, did I, what did I see? Because I know this is one of those, because I can't process in real time. This is one of those movies where I had to sink in, watch it break. But there was a 45 minute, 45 minutes in the middle of the film or no, I was like half hour into it from a half hour, 45 minutes in. I just didn't stop watching it. And I, cause usually I'm like, ah, I'll watch it for 20 minutes. And then I was in my head, 10 more, 10 more minutes, 10 more minutes, mm-hmm. which is highly unusual for me. And I had to rewatch it because I needed to th- see what I thought I saw because it was so confusing and it was confusing in a way I used to say was cheating, you know, with the, the swing cam and the running and the, there's no stability and the glitches. Um, that, that usually I think of that as cheating, but because of the speed of the movie, because of the, um, the continue, the talking and, and you're trying to figure out who's related to who and how. And and there is effectively a ticking clock element because, you know, it's a haunted house for Halloween. And they mm-hmm. say at the beginning, like we have 22 days yep. to do whatever. So it, the speed in which it moves is in effectively in real time because you're seeing this house being built, 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 built. Mm-hmm. And it goes by the time really flies by for me watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Like you said, 45 minutes, you look up and go, Oh shit. Like I've taken in and it's not a lot of information, but they introduce a lot of different elements to then support the scares. Visually it's nonstop. Fuck you for somebody like me. And I liked it because it was challenging in a way that piqued my ADHD. There are so many things going on, and I'm used to taking in information like that, but they tied it up, and they continually re-showed me what I just saw quickly. Sometimes they'd, they'd stop a little longer on something that I'd missed earlier. So I'm constantly getting rewarded for watching, still being bombarded with information. So it really worked well for me. One of the things when I talk about like, well, this doesn't really have much of a story and it's a good thing Mm -hmm. is because, again, it doesn't need it. It leaves everything vague enough to where a a lot of movies fall in a trap. If there's some sort of demon or entity where they find out what it is, what its name is, what its powers are, and Mm -hmm. then you can't cheat anymore. You have to follow these specific parameters. This is just a vague haunted house. Yep, there was this guy that owned it, and a lot of people went missing, and then he hung himself. Mm-hmm. There was a light mention of a cult. Yeah. But I love how they intimated. Dude. Yeah, it was all rumor. Yeah, but look, and when they got downstairs with the pentagram. Yeah. The, 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 the print on the stairs. The, you didn't see the numbers before, but as you came up, you saw these weird numbers. Uh-huh. And so, and yeah, dude, these Bibles are in every fucking room. And I'm like, that just added to... Oh, this, it, they didn't tell you. They intimated. Yeah, I mean, when they find all the Bibles on the floor in the basement, they're like, yeah, it's a hotel. Of course they have Bibles. There's Bibles in every room. That's what hotels do. And boom, it, that kind of explains that. Pentagrams on the walls. Well, if this place was condemned or whatever, teenagers break into places. So it's not beyond reason that, like, yeah, oh, there's a cult shit that go, went on there. Like, no, it's just some teenagers that spray-painted some shit. Mm-hmm. So there's always plausible deniability, I guess, within the story, and it never sets parameters, which mm-hmm. allows them 
to just set up, like I said, this wild haunted house where they're kind of allowed to do whatever they want. Well, except for the weird reason that they're staying, which is never really explained. Why the fuck would you stay there well, in a hotel? It's cheaper. When weird, yeah, but weird shit's happening. Why the fuck didn't you get out at... Well, also there is the, well, we're all tired. We've been working on this house trying to get this, because this is a bigger project than they've ever undertaken. Everybody's tired. Everybody's exhausted, working all day, and they're setting up a haunted house. People start to get freaked out, if, mm-hmm. especially if they're drinking, whatever else. I mean, there's always that element of it, too. Yeah, but when they had visual proof, you know, with the extra clown showing up, turning its head, boom. They had visual proof, video proof, and he even showed them walking back where nobody else could be. And I was like, well, well, okay, after that also- night, and when, when old girl was speaking in fucking backwards Latin, yeah, I, I don't think I'd be staying there no more. Okay, well, then they should just roll credits at 25 minutes because that's not a movie, James. No, no <laughs> I get it, but here, here's the deal. That was my initial, that's my initial, you know, like I said, when I was nitpicking, but then I'm like, no, because they are showing that nobody trusts anybody and everybody thinks everybody's fucking with everybody. And one person, honest to God, does not believe shit. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, those are night terrors, you know? And, yeah, and they're constantly giving each other shit. Everybody calls Paul a shithead the entire time. Because Paul's a fucking shithead. Yeah, he is. And mm-hmm. that's why it's believable. Like, when they shows them the clown footage. Like, yeah, how'd you do it, Paul? Like, we know you're fucking with us. How'd you do it? Yeah. So, that's why, again, that's why this this movie... Initially, I'm like, okay, this movie gets a pass. This is in my thought process in action. It's like my, the movie gets a pass. And then I thought about it more and I thought about it more. And I'm like, no, this is a good fucking movie. Uh-huh. And it's, like I said, it's scary as shit. Dude, you got my text, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I couldn't watch it. I was watching it a little bit during the day. And then I was going to watch the rest of it at night. And I'm like, this is fucking scary. I can't do it. And that's why I said, that's why I was thinking about it. Like, why do I like this? Because it's... There's a lot of found footage movies that are kind of like this, but there are long, boring places in those films. Mm-hmm. And that's what really sets this apart, is that it, I was thinking about it, it is structured like those old comedies, where it's just joke, 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 or in this case, scare, 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 scare. Oh, uh, did you hear about the guy that owned it? Scare, 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 scares, based on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you hear about the actor that survived? Yeah, he hung himself. Yeah. Wouldn't say anything about what he had seen. Mm-hmm. Scares, scares, scares. I, right in the beginning, Sarah shows up with the bag full of videotapes. It, Here, look through these. You want to know what really happened? Look through these. Yeah, well, you know, my, the only, I, I, right after that scene, like when they first started talking, I clocked the end of the movie. I looked, yeah. And I was wrong. I, I was like, I, I, I bet my wife. So, <laughs> How how you doing? I'm at peace. Fuck me, running. Yep. Like I said, there's there's hints there, but you and I watch a lot of movies, yeah. so I know we can sit and say that yeah, it was obvious as shit. Mm-hmm. But to people who are just watching a good old scare fest and enjoying it for that reason, no, absolutely. You know, the funny thing is, I could have known every single. I could have read every synopsis in the world. Watch this movie. I could listen to five podcasts and still enjoyed the fuck out of this movie. 
What is there a scare that really got you? That really got you good? Oh, um, usually when they get me really good because this movie disturbed the fuck out of me. Um, it wasn't the obvious one like the zombie girl. What it, you know, it was um, a really scary part of that scene wasn't seeing the, um, you know, the corpse woman, right? It was him running into bed and pulling the blanket over. I thought he was going to pull it down and it was going to be closer, 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 bullshit. No, he stayed the fuck under. Like, you know, like we do when we have a bad dream. If I keep everything under and I pull my feet under, the monsters can't grab me. He was never the fuck right after that. No, because he disappeared for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was amazing because they, you heard him playing the piano downstairs, that fucking dread. Um, it's right, like the first time I saw the extra mannequin, because they made a big deal out of it. There's only three mannequins. We only got three, three, and then I, there was fucking four. That's not right. But no, the one, the scariest part of the whole fucking movie, and and if I was that guy, that would have been fake puke. When he was in the basement, and all, shit just got weird, and he's trying to run the fuck out, the door closes. Let me out! Let me out! Let me the fuck out! Let me the fuck out! And he gets out and just. Bleh. Are you talking about the strobe scene? Yeah. Yeah, we're fuck th- that part of the goddamn movie in its neck. Yeah, apparently uh, that actor really did throw up. I would have thrown the fuck up because I'm a scaredy cat. And if I was down there anyway and you were fucking with me and you closed the door, not only would that door have come off its hinges, <laughs> I would have buried you with it. That no. <laughs> Dude, the one that gets me, and this is one of the few times when, like, the finale of a film gets me, but it's that ending where you see an explosion in the floor, and it's not an unbelievable explosion. No. It's an explosion. And then there is just, like, that hellish demon knight just standing. And in hearing this woman scream, this isn't part of the show, this isn't part of the show, and everybody kind of not knowing... Yeah. What is going on? Mm-hmm. And, and because because of the bad lighting and the, you know, the shaky cam and whatever. It, it lends an air of credibility yeah, even. Because it doesn't have to even be good CGI. Because even if I could, even if I freeze framed and looked at it and went, ha ha. In the conceit of the film, watching it the way I was watching it, it made absolute sense. And it actually was scary. And I've said this before. I think I said it when we talked about Vampyr. You know what's a lot scarier than a crappy CGI monster? A human form. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That you can barely make out. And, and you don't know if you're seeing that or a shadow, but it's, you eventually you realize it's all the same shaped figure. Well, and it is perfectly still. It is just statuesque, so you don't know if that is just a mannequin that they have set up until it cuts back to the woman who's uh, chained up to the wall, Mm -hmm. and it is moved and is in front of her. Yes. And that's where I go, fuck, it's so easy, but you got me. You got me, you sons of bitches. And I know it was probably a trick of the light, but when I look back at her, the one hanging, it looked like part of her skin was off. And that freaked me the fuck out. I didn't know if I saw that or imagined that. It's probably there. But I was just like, fuck me running. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, that was so. Again, I don't think there. There's really no synopsis. I mean, we're already twenty minutes in. But there's really no synopsis. It is just a haunted house. Mm-hmm. The other one that gets me, and it's just it's cheesy as fuck, is the uh, the Google Maps thing. Yes. The the Google Street View, even before that they were there mm-hmm. for a very long time, showed this Alex on the balcony. Yeah. And there's something like shining esque about that that gets me. Yeah. It, it just like ooh. Ah, it's so easy to do, you sons of bitches, but, oh, you got me good. And then when they show him, Alex later, standing on the balcony, looking out like that, you're like, that's that's the fucking moment. That's the goddamn moment. This was always supposed to happen. He's going to fucking die. Now, the one thing that I will strike this movie for, Hmm. and it's not even a huge thing, but it's super-duper unnecessary, is the ambiguity of what uh, Mac, the red-haired guy, told them. Tony, the maintenance guy, to get him to stay. Yeah. Because there was a big argument over the uh, dolls because the head doesn't move. Tony, the maintenance guy, gets fucking pissed. Yeah. Because he's like, dude, something isn't right here. Something is going on and storms out. And then the red-haired co-owner follows him and says, I have to tell you something. Right. And then it just cuts to them in a field talking about what he was told. But then, but they never say anything about what this what was said. It was just if somebody says something to somebody, no, and then something supposed, might be something. And that is one of the. I think it's supposed to add a layer of ambiguity, but you could lose it completely. Right there, this, no. To this me, this film doesn't need that. To me, it's a setup to have the answer in the sequel. And I'm pretty sure it is. I've seen the second one, mm-hmm. not very intently. I, I didn't super watch it. Mm-hmm. And I think I made it like 25 minutes into the third one. Are we doing the series, homie? I would rather not. Okay, no, I'm just asking because if it did, I had, I'd have to strap myself in. No, this is a very good standalone movie. Mm-hmm. When it starts getting into the lore, and this is a big problem that I have with a lot of films, it starts to fall apart. It starts to get silly because where do you go from a premise like this? Yeah, there was a guy who owned a hotel who killed a bunch of people. And he is risen hell from the basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you start digging into that, and it's going to get real stupid, and it does. But the thing is, for um, some of the gripes that I was nitpicking, I was noticing, but my wife is very vocal, like myself, during movies. And we talked about it afterwards. She's like, fucking this, and I couldn't get into this and this. And I'm like, well... The difference between her and I, she she likes like Saw, not the first one. She likes the ones for all the lore and who's wit and who's what and what that happened and why that happened and who did this. So I believe that the sequels will be right up her alley. You know what I mean? They're also not very good. Okay, neither are the Saws. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That is very fair. I've 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 had to even without being a horror fan, I've seen all of the saws several, 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 several times because in a relationship, sometimes you got to give to get. And, you know, sometimes I get roadhouse because I'm in a bad mood. So I'm going to throw in, she's going to throw in a saw. What am I going to say? I, I always find it very funny because I've seen a good portion of them. Again, I, not very intently. I didn't like critically watch any of them because why the fuck would I? No. But it always cracks me up seeing Tobin Bell with mm. Jigsaw in anything else. Yeah. Like when he's the hitman in the firm. And you're like, what are you doing here? You get out of here, you weird looking bastard. Are you going to make a trap to kill him? No, he's just going to rush into Tom Cruise's office. Or uh, not Tom Cruise. Uh, the, his sh- weird lawyer friend. Fuck. 
Yeah. In the firm. Shit. I, I saw the firm when it came out, homie. I don't know. But yeah, he runs in there and starts killing. Oh, jeez. But anyway, back to Hell House LLC. Indeed. Uh, so what did you think about the general, like, the parts that weren't the uh, uh, core group, their footage? What did you think about all the, like, actual documentary stuff? Um, I think it was important for us to see different different angles. And I think that, you know, that was the vehicle of the movie. I, I couldn't agree more because I am not bothered whatsoever by that. I could see that being a big sticking point for people, though. Well, and that was part of my thing when I was talking about. Now, which audience is viewing this? Because now I'm thinking, I'm watching these through these people's eyes because when they're reactions, I want to see why they're reacting that way. And somebody clearly found this and edited it all, to, edited it all together mm-hmm. because there's the segments interspliced. I was irritated with the way they glitch because it's digital. Yeah, and, that's... You know, and I'm like, come the fuck on. But it was also interrupting their electronics. It was fucking with the walkie-talkies and the cameras in the basement, too. Yes, however, comma, it, it doesn't glitch like that. Right, but it was consistent for the film, at least. Yes, yes, I know. And again, that's that's me being a, you know, eh, picking at it. How do you know they don't glitch like that? Because I've <laughs> seen video from that time that glitched. It just goes dark. So, did you end up having a favorite character in this? Yeah. Yes, I did. Popeye. Popeye? Yeah. The guy that hired for the clown downstairs, he just fucking unassed. Oh. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and uh, particularly fuck you. <laughs> you got the keys? I'll give I'm a fuck. Leaving. I'll throw him the fuck downstairs. Fuck that. I'm out of here. Fuck all of y'all. And I'm like, I I felt for that, man, because I would not have gone down in that basement. The first weird shit that happened, I would have been the fuck out of there. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the... Uh... In the documentary segments, uh, Spooky Bruce Valanche. Mm-hmm. Because he was so animated about everything. <laughs> I, you know, in my head, too, I was like, this guy's behind something, man. This guy's a fucking cult member. This guy's some fucking thing. He rules. He, he was the best. I enjoyed the shit out of him. Well, And again, because... Um, because Popeye was my spirit animal, because he unassed immediately, <laughs> shit got a little hinky. He was the fuck gone. That's my boy right there. I also really like Tony, the maintenance guy, who's just... I, I can't imagine... He has the patience of a saint yeah, because, to deal with all these fucking people. Because to think about it, he was the first person to string lights downstairs. Yeah, he had to do everything. I was confused. They said that there was another exit, but it seemed like nobody had ever used it. And it was so confusing as to where it was. There was another exit from the basement. Oh. When they were downstairs, they said, okay, we've got this. She'll be here. There's another exit back here. Oh, it's like a storm cellar. Yeah, and it goes straight up to, you know, whatever. But it's never readdressed. Uh, I think it was mainly because there was a giant fucking demon blocking the way. Well, yes, but I also think that, think also, um, because at the end of the movie, you realize part of the house moved. What do you mean? Remember when they go in... Again, the last crew that goes in. And this this wall wasn't here before. And it's not in this video. This wall is not in the video. The one wall with the paintings. Not the one on the right side with that weird... Oh, that's spooky. 
The other wall, they said this wall wasn't here before. I must have missed that. And because the walls ate the people. Right? Yeah, because somebody does mention they went into the walls. Yeah. At one point. It's just a one-off statement. Yeah, but also remember when um, old boy... Um, and the guy looks like oh. the yeah the when guy he who, disappears yeah the one who looks like the guitarist from fucking Metallica Kirk Hammett yeah it looked like Kirk Hammett's little brother or something kind of I guess yeah. <laughs> got the same little shaggy beard dopey expression dude yeah I mean I, I'm not gonna call Kirk Hammett a pervert but Paul certainly is <laughs> he indeed he is he's fucking uncomfortable as fuck sure is <laughs> I. I, that is also one of the things that I really kind of don't like. Like, I don't like Paul. And he is mainly the person with the camera. Right. So we hear a lot of him just being a real fucking scuzzbag. Yeah, but the other thing, too, is that that allows us to um, believe everybody when they say, Oh, you're fucking with me. Oh, you're fucking with me. Because we know nobody's fucking with anybody. But, again, inside this movie, I'm trying hard not to say again. Because last podcast, I said it 10,000 times. We'll say it again. I will. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I said it again. Say it again. But because of Paul and his, you know, oh, he did it four years ago. It sounds like he may have had a problem four years ago and they're thinking he's got a problem now. Yeah. And it adds to everybody fucking with everybody and him being unreliable. And I, we can't believe him because he, he's a fucking scuzzbag. He's doing the same shit he did four years ago. And we all know what that is, you know. It's inferred. So that allows the plausibility of, you know, uh, well, everybody is fucking, that's why they believe it, even though we don't. Right. So it allows me to stay in the movie because I, 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 ha I wanted to figure out why I stayed for 45 minutes when I had these issues while I was watching it because they made it so it's okay. You know how like sometimes we have to be made okay to see how the violence that happens. They made it okay for us to watch these people stay when we know we wouldn't fucking be there. Because they all had their ulterior motives and they all really thought they were fucking with each other. Because um, the, the tech guy, or, you know, the guy we're talking about, until the very end, he didn't believe shit. Yeah. Because every time, look, it's a fucking mannequin. Yeah, it's uncomfortable and yeah, shit's weird. Let's get the fuck out of here. And, until it, it was in three places and he knew it could not be anything else. But he had to be proven exactly. And he didn't believe until that moment. You know, so that made it even better. There's little little parts in there that that will pull you in. And the more I think about why I like it is because they had, they had, without being obvious, they had everything kind of answered. Mm -hmm. And that made it okay to watch. Otherwise, I'd be like, okay, why didn't they leave after this? They should have left after this. And I did complain about it during the movie in my head. But it makes sense now because of the relationships between them. He had, one of them had to be completely unreliable. One of them had to be a real complete fucking douche canoe. Uh-huh. Uh, Alex, one of the owners of the company, has to be keeping some sort of secret because they don't know the history of this place whatsoever. Mm -hmm. They're hearing it from the actor that they hired. Yeah, because I'm, I'm either assuming that... Um, he, uh, hired, he, you know, got money from a Philadelphia loan shark or he sold his soul, you know? But again, in, in the context, they left it open. They left it open. So he's being a shit bag for something and you fill it in. Or I, I fill it in because I need to be able to stay in the movie. But whatever I fill in makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and, and it's a reason why at least he's there. And if he's there, she's there because she doesn't quite pass the Bechdel, you know. And so if she's there and there's the other dynamics between unreliable and these two guys, one guy doesn't believe shit. He's like, fuck it. He's a skeptic as hell, which, you know, he's the one, he, he's the tech guy. He's, well, we're just going to run lines and do this. And oh, dude, I can't believe that. You guys are fucking with us. Come on. Mm-hmm. So it all makes sense. Keeps me in. And one of the things that I do want to mention about this film is this is an absolute testament to the fact that, once again, you don't need $100 million to make a good movie. Mm -mm. You don't need gore to make a scary movie. No. You don't need effects, really, to make a scary movie. Because the cool thing about it is because of the lighting, you couldn't tell the difference, even though we knew they were prop mannequins, okay? And we'd seen them in the light. We'd seen them shake. We'd seen them, you know. We'd oh. seen them being carried, yeah. Yeah. So, and we, you know, we saw what it looked like before they decorated and after they decorated. And we got to see what it looked like in the light of day. But under shaky cam, it was fucking gruesome. Mm-hmm. And... Because of that, and e even the um, the masks themselves were gruesome if you looked at them in the good light. So in the shaky light and everything else, anything that was different really freaked you the fuck out. Because you weren't sure, real, not real, how come it's moving, did it move, what am I seeing? Because it's all over the place and, you know, if I had, I couldn't. I couldn't do this one with subtitles because I watch it on my television. I can get subtitles on my phone for some reason and not on the TV. So I had to rewatch parts of it on my phone to hear what they were saying as they were coming up the stairs, hearing what they were saying in the field. And But sonically, I don't usually just get it in my ears. And this, mo this movie was, um, the audio was amazing because it worked within the conceit of the film, but it fucked with you. Because there was no rhythm to it. You know, a lot of these things artistically give you a little bit of rhythm with the chaos. You know, yes, it, it's all over the place, but there's a certain sense to it. There's no sense to any of this. But one of the things that I think that they do very, very well is kind of establish, establishing the geography. Yes. Because there's hardly ever a point where they're in a room or they're anywhere in that entire hotel where you kind of don't know where they are. But it's still confusing. Yeah. It, it's like the, again, it's kind of Shining-esque with the mm -hmm. Overlook Hotel. Mm -hmm. You know what every room is, but where exactly is it in relation to, to others? To the other rooms, yes. And and you're never, and they create that extra sense of unease by no sense of place and no sense of time. I know time is passing. I don't know how long it is between this scene and this scene sometimes. So I'm uneasy because I don't know, wait, my brain's trying to, process well what how long has passed is this before or after is this the this side or that side because what one person sees and another person sees in the same room could be two entirely different fucking things and again but what i was going for with them establishing the geography so well mm -hmm. is that it allows them to do again we talked about a very easy thing it, pan the camera over this way because you're talking to whoever somebody starts speaking pull the camera back over this way there can now be a uh, 
shadow there that wasn't there before yes. or something missing. Yes. And it plays that game with you the entire time throughout and the film. And once you realize it's doing it, you're just fucking looking. You're I'm looking at everything. I'm sometimes not looking at what you're supposed to be looking at. I'm looking at every the fuck thing else. And then when I go back, I look at what I'm supposed to be looking at and go, fuck me running. And that's why establishing, establishing the geography so that you know where everything is so that when you see something in frame that you go, that fucking wasn't there Mm -hmm. is that something that they added or was oh well it was gone when they went back over god damn it well the other issue i have too is i'm wearing my uh spare pair because i've lost my glasses again (laughs) so these are not exactly a hundred percent my uh prescription which made this movie an extra joy (laughs) that i had to take my glasses off and get the phone just at the exact exact distance (laughs) to make out detail and with, detail was with the, spare with the to be old had. man eyes. Yeah. And detail was sparse to be had in this movie. I loved it when they finally showed a freeze frame or when they showed the pictures. You know, the actual pictures of where it stopped and that kind of stuff. I'm uh-huh. like, oh thank you. Thank you so much. And just again with the the house can do whatever it wants, mm-hmm. it really lends to the did I see something? What was that? When Paul's laying in bed and it looks like Sarah walks in. Is that Sarah or yeah. is that a fucking demon? Yeah. Or is Sarah a demon? Exactly. Who the fuck knows? This is a, It's just riddled with ghosts. <laughs> and in a way that is just disturbing at all costs. I'd never... My, my wife's like, I can't get into this movie because I, I can't suspend my disbelief. And my, my argument with her is, is, unfortunately, for every movie I watch, I'm there. There's no... I don't have any disbelief. I am in the fucking movie. And that made this movie, again, particularly difficult because I'm like, every time that showed any picture of the basement from the first picture, from the first picture of that basement stairway, there was dread. Yeah, and especially, and it's reinforced by the photographer saying, like, I've seen a lot of scary shit in my career. Mm-hmm. There's no goddamn way I was going down there. Yeah. I hung my camera out, and I snapped a couple pictures, and that was it. Yeah, and even 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 if I hadn't heard that, I have worked in crawl spaces. I've worked in Michigan basements. I've worked in the unfinished basements all through the Midwest. And every single solitary one I worked in, i made sure that I had 12 backup flashlights and I lit the fuck out of them. And if they were un, if I was un, I, I uh, one job, I said, I smelled gas cause I wouldn't go the fuck down there. I took two steps in and my entire, my, my body literally wouldn't let me walk down. And if I usually red flags, they go, ah, fuck a red flag. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll do this. Come on. I'm not a pussy. Ha <laughs> ha. No, I could not put my, I couldn't move my foot down. I went, hey guys, I smell gas. I can't go, go get a meter. I ain't going down there. And um, the one guy that went down there, he was down there for five minutes. He ran the fuck upstairs because they had strung two lights. And I saw something move. I'm sure it was rats. It was a combination of probably decay smelling rats that just triggered me. Yep. You know? The, that that combination of things, man. That's why, again, creepy basement. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect setting. It, enjoy our haunted house that we made for you. But I've gone, I've cleaned bilges, okay? <clears throat> I've cleaned bilges in Navy ships. I have been places with decay. I've been places with, I've lived in buildings with rats 
I can hear them in my kitchen. Okay. But there was something intense about that basement. And after he saw movement and this, this you know, the burly dude, I could fucking do anything. This yep. motherfucker tatted up, just ran the fuck upstairs. I'm like, buddy, I told you. <laughs> yeah. Cause there is an odd sense that you get and it. This movie does it, getting back to the film. It does a really good job of instilling that exact same kind of fear in you while you're watching it. it mm-hmm. It's perfect. And it relents just enough in certain parts because the scene to me that was most horrifying and most real and kind of funny is when old boy at Popeye ran the fuck out. Cause you know, first of all, why the fuck was she not just had Velcro in there for what? For versimilitude. Yeah. Got us hanging out. Her bits are hanging out with a bunch of people drunk going to a fucking Halloween show those should have been breakaway. Hello. I'm right. sorry. That that's a gripe that I can't get past, but anyway, but it was horrifying because you knew that she's fucked. Absolutely boned. Yeah, so he's bolting. It's funny and horrifying at the same time. So you get this horrific scare because oh god, she's screwed. You get that moment of <laughs> you fucking yes, somebody finally left. Somebody finally had the sense to get the fuck out of here. So to me, it was just kind of a breath. And then all of a sudden, hey, by the way, fuck you. <laughs> You're going to be horrified. And yes, you are. But it was that that made that 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 scene even more intense because you had the light, you know, kind of black comedy moment where that guy finally leaves. And you're just like, oh, shit. Somebody sensible is just leaving. Mm-hmm. Hauling ass. <laughs> <laughs> the first rule of watching somebody run is run. Don't stop to find out what the fuck's happening. Run. Yes, go. I learned that in the service. Somebody, You're running, I'm running. Bye. So one of the other things that I wanted to talk about, too, is one of the... Probably, I think it might be the final kill where... Uh, Sarah wanders down and finds Paul and he just beats her to death in a hallway. Yeah, but what was that he picked up off the floor and it looked like he drank before he died? I I couldn't possibly tell you, James. This movie's chaos. I understand that, but I thought it might have just been my eyes and that maybe you had seen it. Not a clue. No, well, that's why I thought the walls were eaten because of the fucking bloodstains stopped at a wall, but it was, it looked like it was dragged to a wall, but there was the wall had somehow cleaved the bloodstain in half. Yeah, as if the walls had moved. Yeah, because Paul just beats this woman to death. Yeah. And cuts his own throat with what looks like a keychain. Yeah. Or something. It's not a knife. It's yeah. not something that is an implement for cutting one's throat. And when you see it hit the ground, you go, oh, fucking hell. And it's one of the only instances of gore in the entire film. Right. And the gore isn't intense. It's just what you'd think it would look like without going overboard. Without gouting and huge, you know. Yeah. Which would have been okay. It would have been fine with me. Yeah. But no, the um, understated, you know, the blood is spurting, but it's not like gouts. Yeah, her face is a mess. Yes, as it would be after you got it beat the fuck in. And um, when, when, the, when he falls and the corpse just pulls out, I'm like, oh, yeah, the wall got her. The wall fucking got her. The walls move. That's why... I had difficulties with place. And at the end of the movie, when they say, well, wait, that wasn't there. That The basement is over here, but now it's not. The basement's over here. It's supposed to be over here. 
And that one whole wall that just fucking wasn't there before. I'm like, oh, fuck this house. Uh-huh. Fuck this house. Fuck, so- fuck this basement. <laughs> fuck this house. The one guy's like, I'm not going down there. And she was like, come on, come on. I'm like, no, don't. Don't go. Don't go. No, don't do that. Mm-mm, that is the wrong fucking answer. But again, yeah, it's one of those things where like, I don't generally like the end of movies, but I do like the final shot of just, oh, there's a bunch of hooded figures in this room now with Sarah. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of demons here that are going to kill you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That was, <laughs> and what I, what I liked about it too is that, the what made it kind of realistic in the uh, the I get the conceit of the film is that there was a cover up nobody's talking about it you know probably people have snuck in there since then but still nobody's talking about it and it's hush 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 cuz everybody knows somebody everybody knows that people go in there they don't come out and nobody knows why and every time they send somebody down there they don't come back either so fucking nobody goes down there. They better, they're protecting it. You know, they're keeping it in my head. It's like a fucking, in my head, all of a sudden I've got this whole like uh, men in black situation, you know? Yeah. There's just a dead zone on the earth. Do yeah. not go there. Yeah. And if you go there, fuck you. We're going to stop you. And if you get past, we're not worried about it. Cause you ain't coming back out, but we're trying to keep this at a minimum. Cause if somebody, a few people have come out and we don't want any chatter. Yeah. That's Actually, where the second one picks up is a kid that broke in uh-huh. with his mother. It, it's it's not great. Uh-huh. And I really, I don't know how to think about this uh, uh, Stephen Cagnetti, the writer-director. Because he's done things before this, but uh-huh. ever since then, it all it is is Hell House. Uh-huh. Hell well, House. Yeah, but you know what? I'm, I'm sorry to say, okay, maybe it's just my age speaking, but let's say... Um, uh, we finally did a production, right? And they want us to do four more. Here's some money. Boom. Guess yeah. what I'm going to do? Yeah, I'm going to do fair. four to fuck more, and I'm going to do my damnedest, and I'm going to spend money on writers, and I'm going to spend money on something, and I'm going to try to get a vision quick because maybe the first thing I spent two years writing and perfecting and polishing and you know getting getting the flow right and whatever, whatever. And now I've got exactly one year to get, produce... I'll write, direct, and do this movie. Okay, you already gave me the money. <clears throat> yep, let's go. You know, and I'm going to fucking do it. Why? Because I'd like to have some money to maybe get more courses to learn how to do this better. Let's say, and the fourth one that's coming out, I don't remember if it said that it was in post-production or that it was finished and waiting to be released. I couldn't tell you all i know is that it was in the works Mm -hmm. i'm gonna watch it just because i've seen the rest of them but it's hell house origins Mm. well i'm i'm not real pumped about that because well let's put a caveat on on the uh, deciding whether or not to do the whole series i'm not talking about in a row but sometimes my wife wants to watch a horror film and i said i'm not gonna watch a fucking horror film on my goddamn day off (laughs) but you know, I might go, hey, why don't we check out the other Hell House? Maybe you'll like it. And if she gets hooked, like, because the saw shit in it, if I have to watch all of them, I'm going to make you watch all of them because you made me watch this one. That's fair. <laughs> I, I don't often take orders from you, so I guess. I guess I can relent on watching the other Hell Houses. Look, I watched all the goddamn Dark Mans. <laughs> that's, that's fair. 
So I think if I have to watch these, you'll watch them again. Man, the, oh, the second and third Darkman are real bummers. Yeah, they are not good. I, the second one is fine. It's not good, but the third one's just a fucking disgrace. It sucks, and it was boring. It is boring. If it's okay to suck, if you're, you know, if you're be interesting, if you're you're going out with a fucking bang and you're just throwing shit at the wall, saying if it sticks, fucking, I appreciate you. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. (laughs) When you watch it, you're just like, how the, how did you guys spend money on this Punisher Warzone? Oh, fuck you. That movie rules. <laughs> fuck, I loved it. That is one of the only superhero movies that I will watch. Have you ever reviewed it? No. We should. It is out of its gourd. Yes, we should review that movie. For what? For fun. No. For a bank show. No. Please. No, just go watch Punisher Warzone. We'll talk about it after this. James, okay. where can people find us? They can find us on horrorvomitpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, you're beating me down, you son of a bitch. Now you're <laughs> making me watch Punisher Warzone too. <laughs> yes, I'm evil. Fucking, I've got law dramas to watch, James. Fuck a law drama. Fuck Punisher you. Warzone, God I'm going to watch The Rainmaker again, just in spite of that <laughs> comment. Fucking jigsaw face and shit. Oh, I'm not watching the saws. Apparently, the new saw has made people throw up, though. Oh, Jesus. And I am sort of interested. Cause I, have you watched the Chris Rock one? No, yeah. I have not. Me either. I was thinking about it. Maybe I'll do that this evening. Well, I'm sure it's on the way. If it's on a streaming service that we get, I'm sure it'll it'll, it'll come up. Because I am hoping to God to... I will watch anything to not watch another Mission Impossible goddamn movie. Oh, fuck you again! Those are the best action movies that you never need to remember a single thing that happens in any one of them, except for when they're done, you go, that was cool. Okay, during my drinking career, they would come up all the time, and I just wouldn't turn it off. Didn't care. It was like, okay, it's like oatmeal. It doesn't suck. Okay. All right, let's finish this up before I get even madder on the I love them all the first couple, three times I've watched them. I have watched them ungodly amounts of time, and I thought I would never have to watch them again, much like Friends. I would never have to see another episode. No, I'm not reviewing Friends with you. Fuck you. I will never fucking watch another episode of that ever. I was forced to. So be prepared for Horror Vomit's offshoot Friends cast. (laughs) Fuck to the no. Absolutely. We're going to see what kind of hijinks Phoebe's getting into this week. Uh, You can also find us. We got an Instagram page. We have a Facebook group that you can come and join. Uh, Leave us a comment. We'll talk to you. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, And also uh, (laughs) on any of the podcatchers, if you want to give us a five-star review or a five-word review. Get us on the algorithms. Exactamundo. All right. Fonzie, sit on it. I don't want to. How dare you invoke Henry Winkler at the end of this, you son of a bitch. He's going to pop up in the corner dressed like a demon knight. That's all right. Never. Oh, we should watch Demon Knight. Demon Knight, you say? The Tales from the Crypt. Demon Knight. With Billy Zane? You've never fucking seen Demon Knight? Never even heard of it. Oh, oh, we're probably not going to do that, but that's a good one. You should watch Demon Knight. All of you listening, you should watch Demon Knight as well. Yeah, watch Demon Knight? Yeah, with Billy Zane. Yeah. You know, from the Phantom? Oh, Billy freaking Zane. The one where he was in the big purple leotard? Hell to the yeah. That movie's terrible. It was shitty. Should we go? And we should have gone uh, a while ago. Yeah, we probably should have. Bye, Push everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. We appreciate Push you. The button. Except for you, Jeff. Yeah, fuck you, Jeff. Piece of crap. <laughs>